What's your favorite scary movie? two lgbts talk the horror movie of the week real life crime or events and if it's worthy of being an honorary gay film and yes the titles are puns i'm l i'm kate happy new year everyone hello uh we didn't have a christmas or holiday episode because we just fucked up and forgot (laughs) so happy new year and this is so this is this movie's technically new year's related they mentioned it like once that it's new year's and that's enough i guess uh but it's so we're yeah. doing. I had never heard of this. 1981's Ghost Keeper. So, L, why don't you take the lead on this since you picked it? What? What's? What, why'd you pick it? What? What's going on? <laughs> I was just like thinking of ideas for what we could review for um, the podcast because I was like, how many? There, I know that there's a fair amount of uh, New Year's horror movies, but I wanted to kind of do something that probably mm. wasn't as well known, and it was just one that caught my eye. Uh, and so I was like, okay, well, why not? Let's let's do that one. So uh, that's why I picked it. Um, sorry, I picked it. I tried to be nice <laughs> about it. But it's, uh, you suggested well, like, it, and least... then I looked it up on Letterboxd and saw yeah. that, like, <laughs> the only two people I knew that had seen it gave it like terrible views, and I'm like, well, this is going to be fun. <laughs> let's go. I'm not going to say no to a party. Yeah, so. So this is about these people. They're, like, up in the mountains for, like, a, they're, they're staying at a resort, apparently, but decide to just go explore unknown mountain territory in a snowstorm because they're fucking stupid. Um, find this. One of them. We have one of them just. It's like maybe we shouldn't do this. <laughs> Except like, for one no, of them. No, we, we definitely should. There, I literally wrote down like one of the Chrissy says, "How can a mountain be dangerous?" So when they're first warned to not go exploring, I'm like, "Girl, mama." So this is these are the characters we're dealing with. Yeah, one of them has common sense, but she's the <laughs> outlier here, and no one listens to her. Um, it's a yeah. It's, so it's Jenny who has common sense. Her boyfriend Marty. And their friend Chrissy, who, like, Marty is definitely trying to fuck. Like, it's just, like, it's this really weird dynamic the whole time. Um, And they find this abandoned, like, it used to be, like, a hotel or something, or, like, a resort kind of place. Gotta stay there to wait out the storm. A a creepy old lady lives there, and so on and so forth. Um, Ghost keeper, yes. (laughs) Um, I wish I could tell you what happens, but it's... So here's what I learned as I was just looking it up. I'm like, this makes no fucking sense and it's bad. And I'm sorry to just blatantly say that about a movie. Um, but then I found out that, like, apparently, like, while they were filming it, like, halfway through, they just, like, blew their budget. No. And I'm like, well, we gotta finish this somehow. And just <laughs> st- started making shit up. And I'm like, yeah, that tracks. Uh, because it's set up as, like... A supernatural movie, a monster movie. They keep like it. It opens with a thing about the Wendigo lore. Um, <laughs> yeah, which is like not explored at all. <laughs> um, anyway, anyways, um, oh, Wendy boy. 
And so the the best thing it has going for it is like it it starts off like atmospheric kind of in like this snowy mountain setting like oh what a cool thing to watch on a winter's afternoon on a, on a on a day off but it just for an 80 something minute movie it's so boring and slow and because of this limited like cast and setting like there's not nothing ex- there's not a lot of deaths even and like the worst character in it, Marty doesn't even get like an exciting death. Like this guy's a real piece of <laughs> shit. And I was just hoping, I was like, well, at least I'll get to watch him like die horribly. It's like, no, he dies off screen in the snow because he just went out walking in the snow. I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> so what? What were your thoughts on all this? No, yeah, I was like, I just kind of sat there afterwards, and I was just like, well. Half star for her, uh, extra half star for being able to push the dude off the roof onto the, the fence and impaling him when he was chasing her with a chainsaw. I was like, that was the most exciting yeah. part of the movie. Yeah, that was definitely the best part of the movie. That we get a little chase scene with a crazy guy with a chainsaw and then she pushes him off onto like a spiky fence. And that's... Woohoo! I thought at that point I was like, uh, oh, so it's finally picking up now. No, that was... No! <laughs> that's it! No! The weirdest character reaction to witnessing that. Uh, <laughs> you killed that guy. You killed the guy. Yeah. We <laughs> was chasing me. Oh the... gee, yeah. He only had a like, chainsaw. Was that supposed to be him? Like, does this place make you lose your mind or something? Was that him slowly losing it? Like his weird reaction to it. I... All, all the acting in this is just yeah. so like barefaced, no reaction to anything. So it's like I can't tell. If your if your character's supposed to be off at this point, because your character's always just been fucking weird. Um, so. <laughs> oh, no. oh god. <laughs> yeah, he was supposed to like start going mad or like possessed or something was like around that time, and then like then he has like those black marks that he puts on his face, oh. and that's when he's supposed to like officially be mad. And I'm like, when did that happen? Like he's, that just like blinking, you miss some, it like, kind of thing. And then he suddenly has it on I, his face. I was like, what are you saying? I'm like, what does this mean? I don't... Yeah. I I feel like there could have been a good story in there. There was a potential for it. But running out of money, which is also why the Windy Boy in the basement basically looks like he has black contacts and then, like, that same engine stuff running down his face. He's supposed to be, like, a ghost of that kind of uh, creature. That's why he is like that. Um, I truly thought he was like one of the other sons at first, though, because he looks just like the guy that's the son, and I'm like, so she just has two sons and one's weird or something? Yeah. (laughs) Um, One's just weirder? These are just men. Yeah, that's terrifying, all right? One's weirder? (laughs) Sorry, I interrupted you. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, you're fine. Uh, Yeah, no, the, the, you know, ghost keeper, the lady that's, like, watched, like, with her son and the... The creature, like, I think she was probably the most interesting character. At least she was, like, giving something of, like, a performance. It was just kind of, like, she was, like, unhinged and and just enjoying it. (laughs) We kind of get some backstory or motivation. It's that this Wendigo monster needs, like, a keeper, and that's what she is, and she's, like, trying to find the next one and sees that in Jenny. Like, that, I... That's the most coherent thing I could pull from any of this. But, like, why does Jenny do it in the end? Because up until the end, she is definitely just trying to get out of there. Um, but then what... Like, nothing is explained. It doesn't explain why she suddenly just snaps and says, Well, now I'm... Uh, well, I'm going to be his mother now. <laughs> like, Tarzan. Like, yeah. And she's content in her new role as the keeper. And I'm like... 
Makes no sense. Isn't compelling. <laughs> I, I miss my <laughs> Yeah. If there had been some kind of like indi indication, like maybe the mother's spirit had taken over when she killed her, maybe like that was the way like she knew she would do it, which I is why she, she kept like walking towards her when she had the shotgun. Uh, that's why she probably called herself her mother because she's like, oh, you're gonna, I'm passing it on. You're my daughter. You're going to take over this. Um, even though she's not really, <laughs> she's crazy. <laughs> She, and like and I guess they were trying to like justify that with the lines of like oh yes you don't want to go crazy like your mother like that bullshit <laughs> um I don't know dog it, um <laughs> I love how deep the snow was and like this was like some true deep oh, yeah. snow because they were filming this up in Canada so they were like we're gonna make them walk through thigh deep snow so you're like okay you can't get out yeah, and then and then the poor... <laughs> when they brought back the shopkeeper I was like oh no <laughs> they literally bring him back he he waltzes up with his snowshoes just so that there's another like body to kill because he, he gets killed immediately <laughs> why the shot why you gotta bring him into this oh. But that had it, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Had it, they didn't mention it. They didn't know. They did not mention to him in the store at the beginning that they were going up there. <laughs> maybe why did he even go up like, there? Maybe those. Like if he, I mean, he told them not to go out exploring, and they, yeah, maybe he figured like, oh, those idiots are not taking my advice about not going exploring. Up there. Why did he go up there? Why didn't he warn them about this place? I like I don't know why he went up there. He like, don't go to that creepy he hotel. Looks at the sign and goes, oh. <laughs> They were also so rude to him in the beginning for no reason. Like, they come in like, oh, what are you living in this, like, fucking mountain town with snow? What a dumbass. And uh, he's like, yeah, I do. Praise kids. <laughs> oh, my God. Marty. Marty deserved a terrible, gruesome death and he didn't get... When's the whittling begin? Like, go fuck yourself, Marty. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. She got mauled by a chainsaw or something or, like, by the... By the creature. Or even, like, Jenny could have killed him or something to show, like, her turning point or something. I, girl, I don't- anything. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's- that's Mood. fun. This was- you said this was the year after The Shining, right? Yeah! <laughs> it shows. <laughs> yeah. It started- it started filming, like, at the end of the end of the shining yeah it, it, i was about to say he pulled a jack torrance right there he, just, he was sitting in the maze in the snow <laughs> but he's just sitting out in the open i'm just no because like at least with that it's like yeah you can't get out you're gonna freeze to death but he's just out in the open going crazy out there and it's like uh might as well let him i guess because like, i have you know, no way to how to finish yeah, this character so we're just gonna let him die in the snow i guess we're, that's probably we're what over budget just, I don't we know, gotta wrap this up or something. <laughs> oh brother like i get it you're making indie horror and, you know but I, oh, I just never it's rare that it's this unsuccessful <laughs> sorry canada yeah yeah, because, like, this, <laughs> this, um, because, like, it was also, like, came out at the same time as, like, these other horror films from Canada called, like, Terror Train and the original My Bloody Valentine, um, and so, like, that's probably why it was overshadowed, and I'm like, yeah, that probably didn't help matters, um, and just, like, it also, like, the way it was shot was, like, almost like it was, like, a through, like, a really like, thin, dirty curtain. 
<laughs> or something. It didn't, didn't have that. Yeah, I mean, we were also watching uh, like a version on YouTube, so it's not like this has been restored. Or I think they want to restore it or something. There's like there's like a cult following for this film now. Who? <laughs> Who wants to restore? This? <laughs> like, no, man. If we're gonna restore anything, we're gonna restore some dead alive. First of all, <laughs> I'm seeing I mean, well Peter Jackson for a good reason. Peter Jackson's fine. He'll be fine. <laughs> I'm watching you. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, it definitely is, uh, The Shining. Sure is uh, a movie, sure. It sure is a movie. It's Shining, it, it gets inspiration from The Shining pretty greatly. Um, you know what it did is it just made and me, I, like, oh, what? Go ahead. No, I just like that, like, the second they come to the hotel, Chrissy just fucking knocks her snowmobile over and it just stops working. I'm like, of course. Well, yeah. <laughs> Dumb blonde stereotype, keeping it up. Keep... Oh yeah. Also, Marty like wasn't wasn't he and um, Jenny supposed to be like some kind of couple, and then he's just like, you don't owe me because she was like, you want to sleep with Chrissy, and yeah, it's it like was weird vibes the whole time. Like... <laughs> oh my god. It was... <laughs> it was. It was like before that. Where she, like, confronts him about, I was getting really weird vibes between the two of them, and I'm like, like, this is the weirdest polycule I've ever seen. <laughs> With, um, and then we found out why, because it's just like, <laughs> yeah. It, it, that, that scene felt like, like yeah. a bad, like, drama school scene or something. <laughs> like, like, what? Oh, well, you don't, you don't care when I, you spend my money, do you? Like, Guy. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. guy. It's like an early high school theater kid given. <laughs> oh my god. It's just not. It's just not very good, is it? <laughs> There's yeah. a reason why these people. It was their first and last film credits for a reason. Uh, <laughs> except for Sherry McFadden, but that's because she was uh, a theater actress. So. She was more doing for plays and whatnot. Yeah, the guy that played Marty was is like a location scout. <laughs> oh, good, good. He he realized he can't act. Okay. God. He moved on. And we go. I do like. I think if there is anything I liked about this, it's just how stark contrast they have, like the lighting. I guess, like, because it's like really blinding light, and then it's just like there's also real darks, but it's not like I can't see anything going yeah. on in this movie. Dark. It's just like. It's a nice dark that kind of gives that sharp shadow look to it. Um, so I liked that. I liked that where they were going. Um, and also just like the mazeness of the hotel. Because like every, when they were doing the little chase scene, like when she was going up, I'm like, why are you going up, girl? Get out. Go down. Um, <laughs> but like she when she got up to the attic, I was like, oh, now she's stuck. And then she just kept going through these different rooms. And I was like, where the fuck Perfect. is this end? And then she goes out on the roof and part, and it was just, God, it's a big, mazy hotel. I, there's definitely, um, like, there could have, uh, they could have just, like, shot more of the hotel, or just more of just, like, this weird atmospheric, you know, and not just, like, with having, uh, the creature in the basement, like, having, like, this supernatural feeling throughout the hotel, um, like, not where he is, and that this is more, this is, like, there's more to affect, um, this place than just that to kind of like give it more, I guess, um, 
menace and just like ever like it attracts spirits to this hotel um i think that would have been more helpful i guess or just it would have been cooler to have just a little more than just a, a dude with black contacts and car engine grease on his face like even just like creaky rooms or just like creaky step floorboards where they know no one is like even that could have given a little more atmosphere to it i guess but like Again, they didn't have a great budget to start with, so I guess they were just like, we just gotta get this finished, and they just threw out whatever they thought would stick to the wall, and they just went with it. They probably blew their whole budget on getting two snowmobiles. <laughs> <laughs> and then blowing one up. <laughs> and blowing one up, yeah! <laughs> so, yeah, ob so obviously, um, I don't, I couldn't, like, obviously, this is too obvious to The Shining, uh, to not talk about it, so that's what I decided to do for this sure. week instead of like for like real events or true crime. Um, so everybody pretty much knows The Shining, even if you haven't seen The Shining, you know that here's Johnny's scene at at the bare minimum. You know where it's from. Um. And in this house, sure. fuck Stanley Kubrick, first of all. All my homies hate him. <laughs> um, but I think, like, when you compare it to this film, like, obviously it has a much more lasting impact. It's filmed a lot better. The actors are much better. Um, and just, like, the creepiness of the movie, it's there. Um, and But also, I think what it fails in with The Shining um, as compared to, like, these characters or, like, these acting, these actors is that, like, they had um, Jack Nicholson in it. And I do love the guy, uh, but I can't help but think that was too obvious a choice to cast as somebody who goes crazy. Like, he looks too crazy already. You need someone who's just, like... Yeah, that's why, that's why Stephen King didn't, like, approve of that casting yeah yeah like wasn't there also like a shining miniseries where they had like a more normal looking like everyday hey man yeah Steve and he just Weber. was like yeah unexpected crazy coming to this like house husband over here uh so just like i think having like actors that don't that like just like everyday normal people and not like they're pulling supermodels off of a runway or making like very obvious choices in terms of um, who they want to play uh, the the character that goes crazy. Like, even though the ghost keeper uh, lady, she looks a little crazy. She looks kind of like, oh, I probably shouldn't go near that lady. She looks like she'll stab me. Um, it's just, like, she doesn't, like, go... She, it's not the same level as, like, Jack Nicholson when, when Jack uh, goes crazy. You know? I don't know. It's still, he's, she still felt quite grounded, like, in, when she got to the end. And even though she was not all there, she's a little unhinged. Yeah, well, because she starts off, like, playing the act of, like, scared lady when, like, and, like, offering them tea and stuff and chowing down on a sandwich. Like, like first you just think she's just, like, this old lady that lives there. Um, and, like, she, like, I don't know. Is that what you mean? Like, yeah, if it's at least. Yeah, she does. She does have a more a bigger pivot um, 
And she kind of even looks more just like an old lady at the beginning of it all. Yeah. I guess. Doesn't look quite as, like, as, like, you know, big eyes and stuff towards the end like she does. Um. Ugh. So, um. Like, they did shoot Ghostkeeper in chronological order, so that's why, like, the first half is just, like, much better than the rest. Uh. I can't tell if that would have been better or worse if they hadn't done it chronologically, but, um, it's, I wonder how different it would have been if they had still had a budget by the end of it, how different it would have been. Um, like, did he ever, did the director express what the plan was that he had to abandon? I don't think he ever did. I think he was just like, well, let's try some of that for size. <laughs> He's crazy. Like, yeah, just like instead of just being like, let's just shelve it or just junking it. But he's just like, nah, let's just make it up. <laughs> That's crazy. So... I guess we can just, like, fall down into, uh, the, the third part. Is it gay? <laughs> you buy all your murder weapons at Home Depot? God, you much. I mean... <laughs> reading of Jenny as this woman that has no interest in the man she's supposed to be with. That's also just because he's, like, a piece of shit. Uh, or... <laughs> well, the weird poly thing that's going on with this group that's about as queer as it gets I don't know if you've found anything yeah that's that's pretty much what I was thinking when I was th like reflecting over it I was just like it could have like it could have easily had a polycule going on um and not like this strange teenage uh, angst argument quote that just seemed very and it, it's, it felt like it, there really wasn't the, uh, oh, what's it called? Like, like when they were saying, oh, you just want to sleep with her, it didn't feel like he really did. They were just kind of implying it, because, like, I don't know. When, when they were, when it all started and they were at the thing, it didn't feel like he was, like, really flirting with her or whatever was the accusation. Uh, I was probably just like, mm. Oh, I thought he was. I uh, never thought he was. He was barely paying attention to I Jenny. was just trying to think, what the fuck? Probably because they're the instigators, uh, too. They're the two instigators. They're the ones that want to go mess around in the mountains yeah. and stuff. And they're just, I don't know. They had all these weird interactions <laughs> where I'm like, what the, what is going on with these two? God. <laughs> I wonder if anybody would ever want to remake this film. To, no. Or do you think it would be too compared to The Shining? To, yeah, I don't, I don't really feel a need. I don't know what could be fixed here, I think. It just, it just has a lot of <laughs> elements of things that you see that have been done better. And so, you know. Oh, what I was going to say was this. Jim McKitchick, what do you have in mind, sir? Th this, this made me want to rewatch Werewolves Within. Because I'm like, there's a good Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. the werewolves in it. <laughs> but it moves really, yeah. it moves, you know, it moves. Yeah. Um. I'm sure it had a bigger budget than this. But also talented people involved. So. Thank God. 
there's this uh, site that I pulled some of, like, the info from for Ghost Keeper, and I kind of like the poster. Yeah. It kind of whips. And that sucks, <laughs> because the movie does not. <laughs> when the poster's better oh, than yeah, the movie, happens. you're having problems. So do we have any final thoughts? Yeah, there's... Somebody really did rate it four and a half yeah, stars. Yeah, people on Letterboxd. I'm like, okay, guys. Letterboxd going I'm downhill. I'm sure you the same like, <laughs> woman talking like two stars. <laughs> but Ghost Keeper... <clears throat> Yeah, that's <laughs> you don't need to watch this. You can move on with your life. <laughs> yeah, for real. The, the unexploring of why there's a Wendy boy in the hotel. And also because, like, what a lot of people think of when they think of that is, like, this the weird, like, you know, humanoid-esque skeleton with the antlers or the human face and whatnot, and that's, I, that, as far as I am aware of, that is, um, an American invent, like, look, that's like, that was created by Americans, that's not actually in indigenous lore, what it looks like, and so I always have just, I was just kind of like, mm, like, whenever they bring in Native American lore, and it's just, like, white people <laughs> that are in the film. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, yeah, where are the indigenous people surrounding this? Like, at least Ravenous had, like, it was established that this was, like, their territory or whatever. And, like, had indigenous characters. <laughs> Why would they do that here? It's just a white guy in a basement <laughs> with motor with oil on. <laughs> okay. Or call it something else. I don't know, because it had nothing to do. This would have worked. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Those are my final thoughts. I don't know. So, yeah. <laughs> this movie, I don't know. <laughs> Just the whole you don't know. Yeah, anyways. Uh, oh, we can probably move on to... Sure. Yeah, I don't like being mean about movies. That's why I try not to watch stuff that I know looks bad, but I, I didn't want to just, like, deny you something you wanted to pick. You could have, but at least we don't have to ever watch it again. <laughs> I'll know that for next time. <laughs> <laughs> if you're ever like, I have something better, I'll be like, please. But I was just okay. looking, and this just caught my eye. That's all. <laughs> okay. So, we, so we, would we you like to months. wind down? Sure, yeah. I was going to say, we got two months of catch-up. Woohoo. Should I go? I can go first. I'll, okay, I'll, I'll um, try to just stick with horror, I guess. Um, you know, what? Because December was just me watching a lot of Christmas movies. <laughs> um, Noise. Well, okay, well, we're thriving this January, with especially horror-wise, because Megan is out. <laughs> Have you seen it yet? Woo! No, I want to see it as soon as I can, you must! Though. Oh my god. I went opening night, and I'm so glad I did. I have so many I want to go see. I know. And everyone's talking about that... What the hell is it called? Oh, Skinamarink? Yeah, that one. All the kids I don't, ah, I'm gonna go see that on Wednesday. Okay. You'll have to report back. I'm excited. Um, <laughs> and I watched, uh, I, don't, I guess I won't just stick with horror. I've been watching shit. I watched Please Baby Please, which is one of the <laughs> ones from last year that I really wanted to watch, and I found out you can rent it. And it it's a weird one. <laughs> I knew it would be weird going in. It's like, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Like, this couple in the 50s like, gets involved in this, like, biker gang, and it's very, like, exploring, like, queerness and gender and everything and very in a very, like, avant-garde way. 
it's one of those things where I'm hmm. like, I can't tell if this is good or not because, like, it feels oh. like like I'm something in a black box theater, like, from my college or something. <laughs> but very bold. I, I love shit that's bold and trying to do something different. <laughs> and, um, a good cast, too. And then, oh, I saw, so, speaking of good casts, I saw Women Talking. With, yeah. Uh, so fucking good. Oh my god. I had to, like, adjust my best of the year last year list because I'm like, you're, you're shooting straight to the top, mama. Um, yeah, see women talking is what I'm gonna say, and they're still. Oh, <laughs> and I saw Plane. Most importantly, I saw Ooh. Plane this weekend. Um, nice. the new Gerard Butler vehicle. Uh, <laughs> there is a plane <laughs> in it, so it's very appropriately named. Listen, I, I will follow that man anywhere. <laughs> that's just, that's my problem. <laughs> good um, for it. Yeah, that's about it. Have you been reading anything? Or is it just mostly watching? No, I'm still in a reading slump. Like, I picked I up... Uh, I After I saw a client on the Western Front, I'm like, I'm finally going to read Wasteland. And it's just, it's sitting there. I'm looking at it right now. I haven't started. It's about, like, <laughs> World War One, like, forming modern horror as we know it. I should read it. Ah. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> Go see a client gotcha. on the Western Front. It's on Netflix, if you want. Woo! If you want bleakness. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> God. Um, so I I did watch some in December. Um I, I watched at the end of November after we did Christy. Um I watched the original VHS. Weird. Um and then I uh, followed up on my uh top one hundred AFI films. I watched Clockwork Orange. <laughs> All right. And then I watched a great, uh, <laughs> a great, um, horror, um, movie called Perfect Blue, which, um, if you've seen that and then you saw, uh, Darren Aronofsky's, uh, Black Swan, which he <laughs> claims was not, had no inspiration from Perfect Blue, and I was like, bet? Uh-huh. Um, then I watched the Neon Genesis Evangelion movie, The End of Evangelion, because that was next on my list to watch, because I've been watching the series of that. Um, then I jumped back to the AFI movie with Saving Private Ryan. That yes. was a lot to deal with all at once. Um, <laughs> and then I went and had fun, watched Arsenic and Old Lace, because I wanted something fun. Uh, and Cary Grant was pretty damn good in it, so that's what I think. Um, and then finally, on the last day of 2022, I watched uh, Leave No Trace, uh, oh, which was yes! from 2018. <laughs> it's so good. If you haven't seen it, you should. It's by Deborah Granick. Um, and like, uh, she did Winter's Bone. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, this, I was like, this feels like a little, like, I feel like I've seen a movie by this director before. And when I saw it, I was like, okay, yes. Yeah. And like, Thomas and Mackenzie's so like, perfect. really, like, done a lot of shit since then and that was kind of her breakout role this is the first thing i saw her in um and she's great and ben foster is always great nice. yeah, i love that movie i didn't know you watched that yet yeah um and then starting this year off right i watched your del Toro's pinocchio which was so fucking good god bless um it definitely i think it's more close to the original tale. I've never read the original, but I heard that he definitely wanted to make it closer to, like, how dark the original was. 
Um, and it gives a much more, like, established reason for why Pinocchio was created in the first place. A really sad reason. Um, but it's, like, really good. Uh, I love it. This puppet is, little, this little boy is just so unhinged, and I just love him. Um, he's great. I, I love, <laughs> I love it. If you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix now. Um, absolutely worth your time. Uh, and my, my friends and I are doing, like, this once a week get-together. We watch, like, a double feature, um, and I jumped on for this, uh, movie that had Jimmy Stewart in it called It's a Wonderful World. Um, it was from 1939, and it's definitely, <laughs> it's, a definitely a film. Um, it's not bad. It's just, like, this is, it's got a Claudette Colbert in it, um, and it was, it was fun, though. Um, but it's, like, really, it's definitely, like, it happened, like, right before It's a Wonderful Life. So I was just, like, it's a wonderful world, it's a wonderful life. Um, but That's a psych out. <laughs> it was, it was still, it's a little fun time. It's definitely a fun time, um, if you ever want to watch it. Um, and then a couple days ago, I watched the oh. uh, movie called Mad God, which was the horror stop motion um, by Philip Tippett. Uh, who did a lot of stop-motion work on Star Wars and Jurassic Park, and, like, this was his, like, project that he started in, like, the 1980s and had to finish it up till now. Um, and I, <laughs> I really like a quote that he gave. To, somebody was asking him, um, like, why is it so bleak and, like, just never-ending? Like, there's not really much hope. And he's like, well, do you live in the United States? <laughs> I was like, bro. Oh my god. And and then I watched this um movie. Uh and then I watched Ghostkeeper. So, uh but no, yeah, Mad God, it's on Shudder. It was like a Shudder uh original and it's and it is as somebody said, it's the wettest stop motion I've ever seen. Um and it's Oh cool. I didn't realize that he had made that. That's uh I'd heard of it but didn't know he was behind it. Yeah, it's definitely more of a artistic um and aesthetic visual film there is a little plot but it's not like the most important thing but like it's it's definitely i enjoyed i enjoyed watching it it's not super long um and the, the stop motions and it is fantastic and there are a couple people in there that are actually real um but there's definitely a character in there that when i saw them i was like oh my god if i could if i could dress up as mm -hmm. this at like a horror convention i absolutely would it was a it was perfect, uh, so I'll definitely, I'll, I won't spoil anything, but um, go watch it. It's on Shutter, Fantastic. Um, and then hopefully I'm going to go see uh, Skinamarink on Wednesday and Megan this weekend, hopefully, so, because I'm just like, we're just getting so many, so many good things. Like, I think my friends that have seen it, they were just like, I was like clutching the wheel on the way home, because it was kind of like, they're like, I'm tense, because like, it's a apparently really tense movie, and it's not like, much like jump scare but it's just like kind of gives you like if you've seen like mungo you know that kind of just like feeling at the end it's kind of that, that i did for, just I like, forgot oh, one God. thing that i forgot i made my personality so, yeah. for a weekend because i wanted to watch the willow show but i'd never seen willow so i watched that Ooh. it's a weird ass movie oh. uh but i was yeah <laughs> i don't know if i'd recommend it on its own but like if you want to watch the willow show i think it kind of helped because the, there's a lot of lore to it um and then, but it's, so, Willow Show, really fun, super gay, gay as hell. Erin Kellyman was the reason I watched it, and she plays this, like, gay knight. And I'm just like, well, thank you. Um, Woo! But yeah, it's just fun. Uh, 
If you love yes, like a ragtag group of people on a quest, uh, there you go. And like lots of like tropes kind of turned on their heads because it's like, oh, nice. Well, just you know, like the it's a um, prince and princess. The prince is the one that gets captured, and the princess who's the in love with the knight, like they are both like they want to go after her brother and save him, and like. The chosen one is a girl too, Alora, who was the baby in the original. Now she's even, even though Willow was like forty years ago, that they're, they're like, no, this is like twenty years later. We need a young, hot CW-looking cast. And I'm like, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> and you got the one. You, God. There's this like, oh, we, you know, I love like a, just a slutty man who's like, <laughs> like, uh, how do I describe this? Like. Puts on the act of not caring, but actually does that kind of thing, and like turns out, turns out all right in the end, and help helping out. Yeah, um, the aloof boy. <laughs> and what? Uh, Willow's there. He's cool. We love him. I love how his thing is that he's not actually a great magician, but we just <laughs> like him anyway. Sure. Anyways, that I forgot about that. Yeah, Willow. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. I might have to look into that. Yeah. I mean, Willow is, Willow's a wild movie, but you do get, like, Val Kilmer in drag for a second, so that's always fun. Uh. Hey! God bless. So, yeah, that's, I guess that wraps it up that's, for us this that. episode. Yeah. I promise next time we'll have a better movie <laughs> to recommend mm-hmm. you. Um, it's Kate's turn, so I know it's gonna be good. Okay. <clears throat> The pressure's on. Well, you can't possibly do worse than me, so it'll be okay. So you chose Silent Hill, and I was just <laughs> mad the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> not like it's not like that. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> hope everyone's had a good New Year so far. Yes. Oh, you can find me at Dyke Madden on Twitter. Uh, I'm on Twitter at LM Designs, and for the podcast, we have Horror Time Pod on Twitter and Stop Horror Time Pod on Facebook. If you like what we do and would like to support us, uh, you can give us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify, anywhere you uh, find us, that you listen to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more for the algorithm and to spread us around so that way more people can find us and check us out. Uh, we're great for people who want to know more about horror but just can't watch it. Um, and we look forward to doing our next episode next month, and we will talk to you guys and see you then. Bye! Bye.